Hey there, Radiant Lifers and guests. Welcome to today. My name is Brandon. I'm our Community Next Steps pastor. And I just want to welcome you here this morning because you literally could have went anywhere else, but you chose to check us out. And we are in a teaching series called SWAT, Spiritual Warfare and Tactics. And to be full transparency, this is like our second take on this teaching because my microphone messed up and my clicker stopped working and I'm just laying all the cards out there because this whole message is about peace and I had nothing, no peace happening right here. So this message is perfect for today and the chaos that you didn't even know about until I just shared it with you. So welcome, thank you. The worship team's amen me over there. So uh, we're in a teaching series called uh, Spiritual Warfare and Tactics. This is our, I, I believe, our fourth installment. I've totally got the COVID brain. You forget which day of the week it is, what time it is, all those different things. If you struggle with that, can you just put a hand in the comments uh, sort of thing? I'm just, thank you. I'm seeing a hand right here. So I, I'm struggling with what days of the week it is. But we are in a teaching series, and we're talking about spiritual armor, and we find this in the book of Ephesians. And uh, Paul wrote to this church and he was trying to give a word picture to equip the believers of things uh, that are happening, that some of these things we don't even see. And so if you've missed any of the bits of the armor, I wanna encourage you to head over to the website, theradiantlife.church, and then click the media. You can catch up on the pieces of armor that we've already talked about to this point. But in case you missed it, I just wanna read uh, this passage briefly just to catch you up, and then we're gonna talk about the next piece of armor. So you'll find this in Ephesians chapter six. It's in the Newer Testament, which is more on the right half of your Bible, and the table of contents is your friend. All right, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Not your mighty power, not by just pulling up our bootstraps, but in God's mighty power. And sometimes we just got to slow down and realize, am I trying to do this in my own strength or am I trying to do this in God's mighty power? Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. There is a devil. He's not the little guy on your shoulder. And he wants to kill, steal, and destroy everything in your life. And he wants to keep you separate and as far away as possible from God. And he has these schemes that he wants to use against you. And so Paul, he, he's trying to open up our eyes to this, and he's also trying to equip us for this. Because our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. There is a spiritual realm that our human eyes just can't see. That's just God's wisdom in protecting us from those things that are happening all around us. So therefore, put on the full armor of God, not just a couple pieces of it, but the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything, to stand. We just need to realize and pause for a second that the battle is real. There is a battle that is happening. Whether you see it or not, there is a battle. And maybe you didn't understand that some of the things that are happening, maybe it is because of this battle. 
And so now Paul goes into this equipment that we can put on for this battle. So stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. That's what we're going to talk about here today. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. And pray. Pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. Not just some, all. All. And with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. And so for today, we're going to talk about the boots of peace. So let's go back to that sentence there that Paul was referencing this to. He says, and with your feet fitted, fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Now, I'll be honest, when we were talking about this teaching series and we were like, who's going to teach what? And it's like, man, I get the sandals. Like, that's lame. But the more I got into it, whoo, hold on. Let's buckle up for this one. So to put this into the context, let's, let's look at a statue of a Roman soldier. Like, this is how they would depict the sandals. So you can see the big strap, because I think sandals, I think of flip-flops, whatever reason. But they have straps, they have high ankle support. Some of the Roman soldiers, it would go all the way up to the knee. Now, here's a replica of a possible Roman sandal that they would wear. So it's all made out of leather. You can see it has high uh, arch, or not arch support, ankle support. But I don't know if the camera's going to be able to pick this up real well, but they have put spikes on the bottom of these sandals. So the soldiers, right, they would be in battle, they would be in war, blood would be spilled, and it would be on the ground, and the ground would be slippery. But the Roman soldiers could take their ground and have traction as they went through this battle. Shoes are really important. I mean, look at mountain climbing shoes. I, now, you may not be able to tell, but I'm not a mountain climbing type of person. I don't know if you can tell or not. <laughs> you don't need to amen on that one, okay? Don't amen in the comments at the peanut gallery behind the camera here. But with, you know, with climbing shoes, we can at least observe that they're lightweight. They're really grippy to be able to get a foothold. What about golf shoes, right? Like you have a lot of momentum on that swing and you need to have good traction. You don't want to slip in the middle of your swing. You know, speaking of slipping, like bobsledders, right? They're literally running on ice and trying to go down a hill and a sled of ice as fast as they possibly can. And so they need to have special shoes to be able to do that. Now, for me, I personally like a good old construction boot. I was in the construction field for many years, and I always had good boots. You needed something that was durable. Sometimes you needed them to be waterproof. They needed to be tough because they're all the abuse that a boot would go through. Now, if you really want to nerd out on this, if you have Disney Plus, this is a total side bar here. If you got Disney Plus, head over to Disney Plus, go to National Geographic, check out Jeff Goldblum and the whole episode about sneakers. It's absolutely fascinating. Literally the millions of dollars that are spent on sneakers. It's absolutely crazy. 
So check that out, but shoes are important. But here's the thing. It's a piece of armor. It's the gospel of peace. In the midst of chaos, you can have peace. In the midst of everything that is going on, going on in your life, you can have peace. I want to share some of Jesus' words here. In John 14, verse 27, he says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Jesus came to bring peace to the, to the human world and to the unseen realm that we can't see, the spiritual well. He came to bring peace. And he gave it to me and he gave it to you. He says, I do not give to you as the world gives. Don't let your heart be troubled or fearful. Don't let your heart be troubled or fearful. Brandon, you don't don't understand my situation. My marriage, it's all over the place. And maybe some of you, you're right in the middle of a divorce. And I'm so sorry. Some of you, you have that wayward child that you tried to raise them up in the church, you tried to share how this relationship with Jesus, but they've rejected it and they've walked away. And we're troubled by that. Or we're living paycheck to paycheck. We're eyeballs deep in debt. We're not even sure how we're gonna afford the groceries this week. And we're troubled and we're fearful. or the people that we've surrounded ourselves with. The community, we all have community. We talk about community here at Radiant Life. We all have it, but maybe for some of us, the community that we've surrounded ourselves with, the things that we talk about, the things that we do, it's beginning to create turmoil in our life and things are beginning to swarm in or in the workplace, and the tension and everything that is happening in there. And so Brandon, you're talking to me about peace and Jesus brings peace. Yeah, he does. This gospel message that Jesus comes in and brings us. Now I wanna give you four little nuggets So if you're a note taker, get ready. Here's some things for you to write down. If you're not a note taker, get something to write with and write these things down and maybe reflect on them. Maybe you just need to rewind the video and grab these little nuggets. Peace gives us a foundation so secure that we don't have to be moved by what we see or what we hear. You can't help but to turn on the news, get on your phone and scroll through social media and it seems like the whole world is just caving in. We don't need to be moved by those things. We have a foundation. We have grip in these sandals, these uh, shoes, these boots, whatever analogy that you wanna use that you're beginning to put on your feet that you have the gospel of peace and you have grip. You have a foundation. Satan can't play games with your emotions and mind when you are planted in peace. 
I'm trying to give you a bunch of word pictures to understand the importance of our feet, and our feet are rooted in the gospel message, the good news of Jesus, and the peace that he brought into this world. And if you believe that there's a hint of truth in this, then you have to believe if the devil can't disturb your peace, he can't disturb you. In the midst of everything going on, that you can have peace that transcends all understanding. And it might seem crazy. Like if you're not a follower of Jesus and you're still hanging with us right now, this might seem crazy and foreign to you. Like you have no idea and you're absolutely right. Because this peace, it's a supernatural kind of peace. The supernatural peace makes you immovable. You're so rooted and solid in the midst of the, the battle that's going on. I love that, that video that happens right before the message and there's the explosions and all this, but you're immovable in the midst of all these things that are happening all around you. And so friend, you can have peace. But I want to have another conversation. Is that you go with peace. That you go with this peace. Now one of my favorite commentaries in the Newer Testament is from William Barclay and I want to share his thoughts on the idea of the sandals and this peace that we can have. He says sandals were the sign of one equipped and ready to move. Hold up. Do you put your shoes on to go into bed? Do you put your shoes or on to go sit in your chair? No, you put shoes on to go move, right? Like we don't go put our shoes on to just go have a rest. We put shoes on in order to move. Even if it's your slippers to move to the bathroom, you're still moving. We put things on our feet in order to move. The sign of Christians is that they are eager to be on the way to share the gospel with others who have not heard it. Here's the thing, friends. We can have this peace as a follower of Jesus, as someone who has surrendered and made him the Lord and Savior of our life. We can have peace that transcends all understanding. But here's the thing, there are others who are far from God who do not have this peace that we can have. In fact, Paul wrote to the church in Rome about this, and he's going to ask a bunch of different questions. And as I read this, could you just pretend for a moment that Paul is asking you these questions? But I want you to think of your family members, your coworkers, your neighbors, literally next door, who may not have this peace, who may not be in a relationship with Jesus. And I want you to think about these questions as Paul asked these to the church. Romans 10, starting at verse 14. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? Now don't get hung up on that word preaching. That word in the Greek literally just means announcement. In the original language of this, it, it, people announcing this good news, this gospel message. So this isn't a pastor thing. 
This is a follower of Jesus thing. Paul continues, and how can anyone preach, announce, unless they are sent? Jesus has called all of us as followers of him to go. And and Paul, in his beauty, he quotes Isaiah the prophet, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. So friends, are we choosing to to lace up this peace? That we're going to sit in that peace, but are we also going to lace up to go with this peace? All right, everybody, say it with me. Lace up. It's time to lace up and walk. We have this peace that transcends all understanding. We have the peace that's in the midst of these storms of life that are happening with inside of us. We are compelled to go with this peace to people who need to experience this gospel message. I am a living proof of that. That I grew up in a broken home. That I experienced childhood traumas that I wouldn't worse, wish on my worst enemy that I lost a parent too soon and masked that pain with drugs and alcohol. And God came into my mess, in the turmoil, where there was no peace, and he brought peace into my life. And I am compelled, and God has given me this platform to bring you this peace that transcends all understanding. So friends, we need to take this peace and to go with this peace. I used to live like this, but now I live like this because of Jesus. And so friends, if you have Jesus, you used to live like this, but now you live like this. So let's experience the presence of God's peace in our life, and let's go with this peace and bring it to this hurt and broken world by living like Jesus and sharing his love. Come on, friends. Heavenly Father, I pray for your Holy Spirit to ignite all of us, that this flame would burn deep within our hearts. And Lord, as we sing this song, we understand that there is a glorious day that is coming, that you have won the victory, and we have this peace. So Heavenly Father, would you equip us with your Holy Spirit, and may we go and bring this peace to our hurt and broken world. Go and be radiant.